I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Don't touch that dial. Adjust those bunny ears because what time is it, Jay? It's time for a Mayberry Man watch along. <laughs> Woo! Wait, who's Jay? I'm Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Man, oh man. We've talked about Mayberry Man on this show before. We've talked about the Andy Griffith show. If you want right. to know uh, a little more in depth on that one, go back and listen to that episode. But. As you can probably see on your screen, or you're about to hear in your ears, we have some great guests tonight. Now, I did mention, I think, last episode that Mayberry Man is now free to watch on Tubi, Amazon Prime, and YouTube. Just search Mayberry Man full movie on YouTube. You'll find it. Was it Encourage TV, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can join us uh, watching the film. But for first, we should introduce our guests. Why, why don't you uh, d- do that, Jay? All well, right, we'll, <laughs> we'll start over here with Eric Lowry. How's hey. it going, buddy? Hey, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for having um, me on. Heck yeah. I reached out to five people, and three of them are here. I said, who are my five favorites? So don't tell anyone else, okay? <laughs> I, won't, I won't tell if you don't. I will just keep it between us. Yeah. No one watches this show anyway. Don't <laughs> worry. No, no, no. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got a couple. No. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you and, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about how you came aboard Mayberry Man? <laughs> well, you know, I have been a fan of the Andy Griffith Show most of my life, and uh, like like many people, and I did not realize that there was a thing such as the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club and all these events and activities until the early 2000s. There was an event in Newcastle, Indiana. Uh, Mayberry in the Midwest, it was called, and the celebrities came and uh, tribute artists came and it was close enough to me. And I thought, you know what, I, I need to see what this is all about. And so we got a group of folks and went to that thing and man, I was blown away. <laughs> I had no idea that this kind of thing happened and it was so much fun. And so that was my first taste of uh, things like Mayberry festivals. Got to meet a lot of the folks that I still know today. And uh, went back home, and I thought that was kind of the end of it. And then the event started happening in Indianapolis uh, much later than that. And so I went to that and met some of the same people from the early 2000s. And interestingly enough, I, <laughs> I was asked, you know, we've never had a mayor tribute artist. We've got all these other characters. Nobody's ever played a mayor. You ought to come and join us and play a mayor. And of course I said, I can't do what you guys do. Come on, I can't do that. And so for two years, uh, a lady named Pat Mundy, whose husband, Bob Mundy, was Briscoe Darling for many, many years, a tribute artist. She nagged me for two years. And finally I said, well, all right, if, if I'm gonna think about this, tell me 
what you got in mind? I mean, do you, you, what Mayberry mayor, what, what could I do? She said, oh, well, you remember Mayberry, Mayor Pike, the first mayor? Oh, you mean the short, fat, bald one? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I get it. It sounds like when I was in high school when they were doing the Lion King, they said, okay, uh, and Jay, you're going to be Pumbaa. And anyway, moving on, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the fat kid in class going to be Pumbaa? <laughs> well, you know, you work with what you got, I guess. So anyway, I still turned her down. I said, I know I can't do what you do. So to get to cut to the chase at Christmas one year, she gave me a little package uh, and she made me open it. And it had one of those string ties like Mayor Pike wears in there. And she said, now you have your first official piece of wardrobe between Christmas and the spring. You are required to go get a suit and a hat and everything else because you are. <laughs> So I was sort of <laughs> drafted <laughs> into that thing. And uh, I tell you, it's, it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. I have had so much fun being involved in, uh, in this whole Mayberry world. And so fast forward to a few years ago when Stark and, and Court came to Mayberry Days and, and we met them and they talked about uh, after they you know had that first experience, they came back and said, man, we, we've got an idea for this movie thing. And, uh, you know, we want to base it around these festivals and these events and, and we've got a story and we'd like to have a lot of you tributes be involved and of course we said oh man that'd be great that'd be fun he's talking about the director and the producer and their father was an actor on the show correct right he was the first dud wash uh the first guy that that married charlene darlin <laughs> oh wow Hope so out. they had a, they had a familial connection to the show and then i just like you they were blown away by these events Absolutely. Yep, there you go, right there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, they were just <laughs> shocked uh, by us, you know, and all the things that happened. And and I guess we are shocking to some folks. But, but anyway, so it was so impactful that Stark went home and wrote the screenplay, and he and Court started talking about how they might put something together. And uh, they came back and and kind of made a pitch. And of course, all of us just thought it was a wonderful idea, and we we bought a storyline and thought, man, that yeah, that's that is perfect. That just works great. So the funny part was, um, not long after that, they came to me and, and uh, pulled me aside and said, you know, we think that we might want you to play another character in the movie as well. And I said, now listen, I don't, I'm not an actor. I, I've never done anything like this. I can be the mayor because I've been doing it for 10 years now. We want you to play Andy. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, it's, uh, it would be like the fat Elvis, you know, it'd be Andy later in life when he let himself go. Uh, <laughs> or Opie, there you go. You can play. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Opie and I who do have the same hairline. So maybe, yeah, at this age, maybe we could do that. But, so anyway, they, uh, they asked me to consider doing this other part. They gave me a, you know, a, a script section there to kind of look through and all. And I was really flattered by that. I wasn't sure I could do it, but I told them I'd try. And so, uh, that was, uh, well, I guess we can talk a little bit more detail about that at the right time, but that was really the most interesting part to me, not playing the mayor. Cause I've done that a million times, but doing this different character that I, I had never done anything like that in my life. The basically the real person who would be the right, mayor. The the, the, the person behind the mayor. Yeah, exactly. The, Wait, isn't the, it? It is kind of weird that no one, does anyone ever do Andy Taylor or Opie at these things? I've well, never seen anybody in any of the pictures or anything. You know, years ago, we had a young man from Tennessee 
who uh, who did Opie for for quite a few years, and he's now married and got kids. But man, he was the spitting image of Opie, yeah. you know, really? back probably oh, wow. 15 years ago. Uh, and so he, yeah, he came right in. But nobody has really done Andy until recently. We got a young man that's come around for the last year or so, and uh, he favors him a lot. You know, and and Jeff, you know, I've talked about this a lot, uh, and others that. You know, Andy was such a beloved and respected person, and uh, you know, so it was difficult to, for somebody to think, "How can I do him and do him justice?" We talked about that on our Andy Griffith episode. Just watching, I'm like, "Damn, this dude's charming." Oh man, this is just oh, yeah. a charming son of a bitch. I don't know, charming, and he, he, like you said, beloved, and yeah. just everyone depend, everyone in Mayberry depends on Andy. <laughs> no matter and, what. And that's the second part that, you know, as, as you guys know, the story of the of the series, you know, Andy went from being the, the funny guy to being the straight man. Mm-hmm. And so that makes it also a little more difficult to have somebody portray him because he's the straight guy. You know, yeah. so he, he doesn't have all those crazy lines, crazy antics, stuff like, you know, Gomer and, and gets a chance to do some of those. So it, it does make it a little more difficult to do a tribute to Andy. I've uh, seen an interview gotta, with him where he said that he wished the show was just called Mayberry, right? Yeah. He didn't want it to be the Andy Griffith show. He wanted to it to be about everyone in the whole town. Well, and that's that may be one of the best things about the show and why it is so beloved for so many years is it truly is uh, an entourage, a, a cast-driven show. You know, there there are characters that stand out, but the best episodes are ones where you get storylines involving five or six, you know, of the townspeople. It's that's what makes it a very special thing. Well, I guess we'll go on. We'll talk about Chris Bowman now. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, man. Spin off over here. No pun intended. Old Gomer. Yeah. See you guys. You know, it's kind of funny. You're asking how we got involved. And yeah, um, I never met any of these people or you. So oh, whoa, these people, really- whoa, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I never had met any of them. I was just a ninth caller when I heard about an acting gig. I, I'm uh, right there with you. That's how I found it, too. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I spent a lot of time. I mean, I was a stand-up comic in the early 90s until I figured I could do it during, really, at any temperature. And then in around 96, let's see, that joke didn't go over too well, did it? <laughs> That's a way homer, Chris. I closed that business shop up and we started, I went into uh, improvisational comedy. And um, always in the meantime, I had always uh, I've been a Barney Fife impersonator. I used to go to the Indiana State Police and do little stupid lectures. And I'd read out of the Barney Fife's Guide to Love, Life and Self-Defense. And I'd just read things and give them a little talk and they ate it up and it was silly and stupid. And I moved along and I was just an actor and a comic. So, you know, when this came to town, I had never been to a Mayberry Fest. I had heard of it, but I already knew they had a Barney and I had no understanding or what I could possibly do much to uh, like Eric's story. What do you want me to do? Well, I, they, I called and I uh, was talking with, you know, Jay, you and I had a, an audition and I think I was we I had auditioned once before for the Mayberry Man movie as some guy in the anyway, I had gotten the part, I was told, but then they changed the script completely and wrote that whole part out. And so then I had to re-audition. 
for a new role, which was crook number three. And I thought, wow, my ex wow. is really moving. Yeah, there's three the crooks in here, and that's <laughs> when I first met him. The, I, the first thing we did, I think we all auditioned yeah. for the crooks. Yeah, it, yeah. It's funny because it, it, it's everything that you dream about when you have auditions in Hollywood yeah. or in real film is that you get something, and you and you really are honestly uh, crook number three. Yeah, and I'm in I'm in West Michigan, so I drove to was it Danville, Indiana, and it's the Mayberry Cafe where they had the audition, so it's all kind of themed. Well, right along with it. Came through that I didn't get the part. I called my agent. I saw that they were ready or heard (laughs) for some kind of a grapevine. Again, I don't know anybody, Uh, so my information came from an agency, my agency, and they said. Uh, yeah, you didn't get the part. I'm like, oh, that just doesn't make any sense. There's no reason. I'm a, too much of a super fan. I'm too ready and willing and able. What can they possibly need? And evidently they called me back and said, well, they want to know if they're a Gomer quick. Can you do Gomer? And I said, well, sure. I've never done Gomer before. <laughs> ever. Uh, what do you do? Well, you improvise. And I put together an audition tape and sent it in, which... Stark has shown it to the public. It is available and people can see on YouTube. Which so they had another Gomer first? Well, right. They had an original, like uh, uh, Mayor was saying, they have uh, a guy named Michael who was doing it before, but COVID came in when we were shooting the film, so people bowed out of things, and he just ended right, up yeah. kind of going to the side and didn't participate, much like the uh, our a tribute artist of Goober. I do remember, oh. wasn't, um, I can't remember their names right now, but like little Ricky from I love Lucy was supposed to be involved. Right. Thibodeau. Which, is the, reason, cast, which is the reason, which is the reason I drove before, out right? there, yeah. uh, to, and the woman from gremlins who I love the, uh, <laughs> Jackie Butterman. Yeah. 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 I was like gremlins and I love Lucy, two of my favorite things in the world. And those two people were supposed to be involved. Yeah, and then, and they, yeah, happened and yeah. Most people probably don't know how many people actually did not participate that were asked and was gonna going to be there and be in it. Uh, it is interesting, and but it took a lot of people, some brave souls, to go out there and shoot a m- movie during yeah. the uh, whatever this was. And uh, so I, I we're we're gonna watch this movie, and they're gonna show immediately when they go to me. I, I'll try to stop it, but I'll tell you a little foreshadow for you when they're sitting all at the stage as all festivals do now just facts and stories i had never done gomer now all of a sudden they all adopted me and i've kind of adopted them as my family my mayberry family and i am for all intents and purposes i am gomer for the festivals nowadays and i couldn't be more thrilled that's what i got out of this sweet but uh We'll see when, I, when they show this film, we're all at the festival sitting on stage as they introduce the star of the uh, the guest of, of, of services for the festival. And I'm there. I'm actually in this scene getting filmed. And I didn't know this. I'm actually sitting there trying to work on my mannerisms as a gomer. That's, <laughs> but they captured that on film and they put that in the movie. And that wasn't me acting. That was me going. <laughs> <laughs> Your Gomerism. Working through my head and some facial expression actions, and then evidently somebody was filming that, all that. Which also man, that Gomer's a real good. Improvised. <laughs> <laughs> it, I see what it, you it did. It turned there. into an improvised <laughs> thing where something should have funny should have happened, so I ended up standing up and applauding. It turned out to be a great idea, but I didn't ever do it again after that 
second take, third take, fourth take, because it wasn't in the script. Uh, although it turned out to be a little nice little addition, but uh, kind of got lost in the moment. I was lost in the moment of trying to find Gomer. And I was so busy trying to find him. <laughs> That's exactly what that entire scene was for me. You see, when they when you hear that word action, that means they're filming you. <laughs> <laughs> now you tell me. But oh. I also know where the camera is and where its focus is, and I knew I wasn't in the shot. Yeah. You see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it makes you feel, I had a cat named uh, Gomer when I was a kid. Favorite cat I ever had. Nice. You know, he's one of. Uh, I was allergic, so he was trying to kill me. But where that name comes from. What's that? I think I believe Noah had a son named Gomer. I oh. Oh. But Chris isn't that old. I think he turned sinful though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, Jeff Gossett, my friend, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Jay. Thanks Sitting there for in front me. of your shrine. <laughs> yeah of mayberry how did yeah, you come so, about into the whole mayberry world well um like eric uh i started going to these mayberry festivals uh around uh 99 or 2000 wow uh so been doing it a long seventh time grade <laughs> oh, so, hey, you don't, have on, you don't have to remind us how old we are <laughs> i was but, gonna uh, say rub it in jay rub it in. <laughs> yeah Yours will turn gray someday too. It already uh, is. The light. That's why I keep it dim in here. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been going to the to the May, Mayberry days, and and back then there were quite a few festivals still because a lot of the cast members were were still alive and active and, and doing a lot of stuff. So we would go to the ones in Nashville at the Opryland Hotel and the original Mayberry in the Midwest that were held in Newcastle that Eric mentioned uh, was at those and. Any other one that we could go to, we went to, and uh, we got a squad car early on. And uh, when you have a squad car, you were kind of on the inside. <laughs> so yeah, wanted you there. You're we, gonna come we, to all the events, right? We we made a, a lot of good friends and a lot of good friends with the cast members and stuff, and uh, you know friendships that have you know have lasted almost 25 years with some of so these folks the squad car Eric. you acquired is an original from the show no there's there's no originals from okay the show. so it's a replica it, it's a replica okay there's lots of them all over the country probably i don't know i'm going to say probably a couple hundred anyway well, I don't bet. say that i have the only one don't you? <laughs> there you go yeah. Yeah. come on so, now don't shoot yourself in the foot well, here now i i do have one that probably has almost I got about 35 cast member signatures on my squad car. Wow. So that makes it a little special. So on the uh, chassis uh, on what on the chassis on the seats? No, on, got? on the uh, dash. Oh, on the dash and the pillar post up the side of the windshield. Cause the dash is so full, but anyhow, we, we did, it we've doesn't done these run, but they look good. <laughs> <laughs> I have not, I have not started the car since we filmed the movie. I think I drove it twice after we filmed Mayberry man and I have not got it out of the garage or drove it since then. <laughs> and, uh, he got it detailed. We, they said, I can't get those damn signatures out of the dashboard. <laughs> That's it. Man, we took ah! all grandkids need an ass whooping. Oh man. <laughs> scribbling all of your dashboard. Yeah. So, uh, through the festivals and stuff. And I was heavily involved with the, the first Mayberry in the Midwest that was in Danville, uh, Indiana. And, uh, when 
Greg Shell talked Stark Howland to come into Mayberry Days the first time. They were surfing buddies and really hadn't at the time when they first met, they had no idea that each of their dads had been on the Andy Griffith show twice. Oh, wow. And they finally figured that out. And, you know, and Greg kind of hounded Stark, you know, Hey, you got to come to Mayberry days. And, and Stark was like, why, why would I go to Mayberry days? Well, you meet the fans. It's great. You'll love it. You know, you sign pictures of your dad. This sounds familiar, doesn't yeah. it? If you you watched the movie and he's why, you know, my dad's been gone for 20 years. I, why would I come and do that? Oh, you just got to try it. So yeah, Greg what talked a weird, into it. what a weird legacy to be so iconic that your children can right. continue to sign for you. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. So when uh, Greg come into Mount Airy for the first time with Stark, Greg had been there several years, but Stark come with him and uh, uh, me and Butch Ruffner, who unfortunately couldn't be on here tonight, we were the first people Stark met when he got to Mayberry Days. So he had a lot of interaction with the tribute artists and stuff like Eric throughout the week at the uh, events and stuff that they were a part of. But when the evening was done, he was back at the hotel, hanging out with us or going to dinner with us and stuff. So spent a lot of time with Stark and, uh, and the story's kind of familiar, similar to Eric's, you know, he, he called me, uh, Oh, probably a couple weeks after the Mayberry days. And I think he might even said something while he was there that he had this idea then a couple months went by and he said, Hey, have you checked your in inbox for anything for me? And no, well, check your junk mail. And there was the first script. He had sent oh, me the wow. script and it was called Mayberry misdemeanor. <laughs> it wasn't called Mayberry man. I, Eric, I don't know if you ever had that one or not. You yeah, probably yeah. did. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, you know, and he's like, have you read it yet? Yeah, you know, no, I haven't read anything. Well, go to at least page, whatever, 57 or something like that. And it was basically, uh, the Mayberry man coming to the festival and, and meeting all these fans. And Jeff was in the script. It was, it was all of us that stayed at the hotel and Chris, that's the, uh, the part you read for. Cause I was there when you read for that part at the quality Inn in Danville, you probably don't remember me, but I, I, yeah, I remember it. I definitely remember you and, uh, that, like you said, got cut out of the script. And, uh, so after that happened, I'm like, well, my part's gone. You know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, have anything in this. Cause he kind of cut us out of it. Trust me. And, it's uh, a lot better to be cut out before you film it than after it. Exactly. <laughs> but it didn't, you know, I was, when it come down to the filming and stuff, they found out really quick that they weren't going to be able to film the bulk of this down in North Carolina. So Greg, Greg's like, Hey, go up to Jeff's festival that he helps with up in Danville. They'll do anything for you. So that's how they ended up in Danville. And then COVID set in and the festival got canceled, but Stark had already. We're making our own festival. He, yeah, he, he was already, he had a timeline and, you know, and by then we had started raising money and everything. So he wasn't going to call it off because of COVID. And we did, we Hollywooded the festival and everything, mm -hmm. but I've kind of been in on the whole Mayberry man thing since the start and helped with a lot of the, a lot of the fundraising and getting the word out and helped with the kickoff in Danville, just anything that I could do. I really, I didn't really expect to have a part in the movie. We, my wife, Stephanie, and my kids, Coy and Carly, all showed up at the uh, at the filming, 
and we were PAs and did whatever, you know, Stark and court wanted us to do. And, uh, for everyone day, listening, uh, PA stands for pissant. I mean, uh, production <laughs> 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 I've well, been that many a time myself. Yeah. yeah. And now so, Reggie and Rayfield are the true stars. of uh, Yeah. But yeah. So <laughs> From PA to star of may, yeah. man. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, so, on the set one day, uh, you know, courts like, uh, but I was just doing PA work. I was hanging the banners that you see, you know, in the town square, uh, just setting up the stages that Chris was on when his first scene, you know, setting all that stuff up. That's what we were doing. And, uh, I don't know, probably two days into it, court said, go see Stark. He said, I want you to do a part. And I went and seen Stark while they were over there filming and had a break there. And he said, nah, you don't want to do that. He said that, that, that's probably going to get cut anyway. He said, Wednesday, you're going to be Rayfield. I'm like, okay. I said, well, what's that? He goes, yeah, yeah I, read the script. I, I said, I, I said, I've, yeah, I finally read all the script, but I don't remember it. He said, well, it, just get your script. You'll, you'll be all right. I said, well, is, is it going to be hard? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, ah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. He said, just read your script and, uh, you're, you will film that part on Wednesday. And, uh, so that's how I got cast as Rayfield. And it was a, you know, it was a small part. It's like six lines. You know, I'm the first, uh, I'm the first, uh, Mayberry fan at the festival that asked Chris Stone for a, an autograph. So they so, ended up pairing you two up because you were real life buddies. Yeah. Butch comes in right behind me and he's in the, in the line and he's the, he's the close talker that you'll see. And we'll talk about that <laughs> when we get to it. There's some little funny stuff there on that, uh, I'll have to speak for him since he's not with us tonight, but, uh, but, uh, you know, really Stark, he was really casting us doing what we'd done for 25 years, Butch, even longer than me, you know, Mayberry fans standing in an autograph line, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that was, it was just an easy part. He's like, can you do this? You're like, yeah, on it 117 (laughs) times. It's like, I've been practicing my whole life. Yeah. (laughs) And I was, I was nervous as could be as nervous as Eric was when he was filming his judge part, I'm sure. But, uh, the, the, the lady that played my wife, Jenny, she was an actress from Ohio and she kind of talked me, talked me through it and got me calmed down and, I think it went pretty well. Uh, we didn't, I don't think we ever messed up a take on my, all, on my all of you, three of you were great so, in the film and you were about to see that as we watch. Yeah. You all naturals, all naturals. And <laughs> I, nice. I had done a thriller. I was in one scene in some thriller in Ohio, a uh, great director, George Johnson. How you doing, bud? He, um, he made a movie called thy neighbor and I was the mechanic, you know, the middle of the movie when the guy finds out that his brakes have been cut, I'm the mechanic who like tells him that's what I'm, he, um, loved me. And for years we've been talking about, you know, different things. And he's like, I, I have, he goes, um, if I ever have another mechanic, you're going to be like my in world mechanic. So any movie that, even if it's not related, I want you to be my <laughs> like reoccurring mechanic guy, but it hasn't come up again yet, unfortunately. <laughs> but I think he actually sent me this casting or he tagged me on Facebook or something in it. And he's like, this is in um, Danville, Indiana. You should go check it out. And I did. And yeah, I think, I think I was actually driving home that same day. I believe he called me and offered me Doug, which I think was just written as a fat, goofy guy. So (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you were a great Doug. You were a fantastic Doug. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, a lot he, of people mention you, so. Oh yeah. You, uh, Rick told me I was his son's favorite. I was like, oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, even when we auditioned, though, it was more kind of sane. Like the way it was written, it was a little more sane. And by the time I showed up to shoot, I think it was like day ten. He goes, we're making way more of a goofy comedy than I thought. So he goes, I'm going to need you to bring it from here to all the way up here. So that's how oh. Doug was born. Well, well, you were Mayberry, yeah. One <laughs> of my favorite scenes is your scene in the car where Chris calls you Dan. And you, Actually, it's uh, Doug. It's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just that's hilarious. and of course I got a headache, you know. Well, I mean, you just killed that scene. That was just hilarious. Thank you. Uh, are, are we ready to start the film together? I I think so, gentlemen. All right. You guys ready? Sure, as long as I got power, I got the time. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess if Chris bounces out, we know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we present. Uh, and, you know, not we present. <laughs> You you have to go to YouTube, uh, Amazon Prime, or uh, what was it, the other one? Tubi. Tubi. Yep. Tubi. Um, Tubi. I'm. Most of us are Bell queued percent. up at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most of us are queued up at 13 seconds. I'm on YouTube, right. and it's right after the uh, the media introduction there, and it's fading in on the desk. Okay. Okay. Everybody ready to press play? Call ready? it, Nick. I wonder what's gonna happen. Ready. He's <laughs> just action. Most iconic television shows. Its popularity has been matched a few times in history. Millions of people still watch the reruns worldwide. Facts. I was on a plane in October flying to L.A. And there was a young, maybe 20-year-old dude watching it on his phone next to the Andy Griffith show. Wow. Woo! <laughs> You even got to use your real last name. Yeah. That's the real judge's robe from the court. He, <laughs> wow. He didn't like the one that I had. He said, you don't look like a judge. You're going to wear mine. Here, wear this robe. <laughs> Brett Varvel, star of the film, the, the Mayberry Man. This guy's great too. All these, all the people in the courtroom here are great. Were these local hires? Do you guys know? Yeah, those guys are all in my agency. Okay. <laughs> and her. I never got to meet her. Chris, like, I wish I did. I think some of these people are also uh, friends of uh, Brett's. The, uh, the one, the bailiff guy, is in some of Brett's films. Well, but he's also he's from my agency, he's okay. in Reggie. What a smart aleck!
You said this was the first day of shooting or just for you? This is the first day of shooting. This is my first time on a film set. I have no clue what to expect. <laughs> and you're front and center. Wow. This is here on the show. You're you're a natural. <laughs> well, for some reason though, it took a long time. Why was that, Eric? Yeah, it was nine and a half hours to film you, this five minutes. It, well, it took wow. him eight hours to get you out of the dressing room crying. Well, we didn't want to talk about that part. <laughs> Well, and you guys know it's okay. We're going to film this angle, and then we're going to move the cameras. We're going to film mm-hmm. that angle, then you're going to do the two shot, then the one shot. I mean, it's just they set gotta it up love, 50 what, million different ways. Gotta love to coverage. Capture all this. Yeah. Eric, how many times did you call it Mayberry Days before you finally called it Mayberry Fest? Oh yeah, because <laughs> the real one versus the fictional one. Yeah, now, I, I was I spent a lot of time practicing not to do that. <laughs> I was happy that my my Mayberry Fest line made it to the trailer. That my one trailer moment. Fried chicken in the middle there. I didn't. I didn't understand it at the first couple of times I saw it, but he has created uh, a shirt that says "Fried Chicken" for, that he wears for himself at Mayberry. <laughs> is that am I? Is that Pierce? Is that who that is, Eric or Jim? Yeah, Jim Pierce. Yeah. You guys got any favorite uh, Brett stories from set? Well, let me tell you this. Um, the, the gavel pound in there. Of course, I did it in the middle of the scene in there at the end. The real judge came by at lunch and uh, they said, judge wants to talk to you. Oh, my gosh. What have I done now? <laughs> so he wanted a picture with, with the movie judge. But then he asked me because he must have heard it. He said, now, did, did I hear you banging my gavel? I thought, oh, my gosh. Am I in trouble? I don't know. I mean, it's in the script. I gotta do it. That's JJ Bidwell. Yay. Oh, sorry. And nice. Hey, yeah, that's, Chris Bowman. Hey, Laurie. Chris Bowman. Yay. And that's a big that's deal, man. Judge, yeah. That's a big deal to get your opening credits. I know, right? I did not expect it. I was thrilled. All of you guys made the opening credits, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not even on the show, bud. You're going to (laughs) be, you're going to be front and center there. Those are uh, a howl kids there. Oh yeah. Capitol record. Aren't they, they tore that down or tearing it down. Aren't they that building? Uh, Ah, I I heard that. I've been there. Holly weird. Producer court howl. That that guy there in the background behind the car, 
Did you guys see that? That's uh, that's Jeff Berry back there washing that car. I saw, yeah, oh. I saw someone trimming the hedges too. The and tree. that house across the street there belonged to a couple of my friends for years and years that lived there, right across the street. Yeah. And this was what, like the governor's mansion or something? Oh, right. it used to yeah. be a governor's mansion. Okay. Right. In Indianapolis, correct? Right, right, right there on Meridian Street. Well, I think we were all there that last day or that last scene, at least. Yeah. Jacob's great here. Oh, man. He's great in this film. Oh, great. he's, yeah, man, he is a killer. This is a different ex interior, I believe, right? Right. It's the second one of those big mansions up there in the same area. I wish the dog had more scenes, dog. to be honest. <laughs> My dog was on set that last day at the mansion. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was in his crate, unfortunately, but yeah. I had a very uh, shady hotel incident that I had. <laughs> I was like, I'm not leaving my dog here. I booked a hotel room in Indianapolis. And, uh, yeah, people kept pounding on my door in the middle of the night to buy drugs. <laughs> and then um, one of them knocked so hard, like, the door popped open. And it wouldn't lock again. <laughs> wow. I was like, I don't have any drugs. Get out of here. You guys noticed that Chris never did take a drink of that beer. <laughs> His loss. Cheers. <laughs> Stark does have a great director's eye, though. Yeah. Uh, really this was does. his first live action directing, right? He was a, he yeah. came from animation at Nickelodeon yeah. and Disney. Well, he was telling me, I think he did a uh, recess and, um, Hey Arnold. Yeah. 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 Both shows that I loved as a kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's got some, uh, he's got some credits. He also worked on, what was it? Darkwing duck or. I think yeah, he had I think a maybe, like yeah. storyboard for Darkwing Duck or Goof Troop or something like that. Yeah. They paid an enormous amount of money to rent that bungalow. Is that what they're called? Yes. <laughs> And if they went like one minute over, it was like another $1,500 or something like that. It's a beautiful location. Well, and they did such a great job of finding these locations. Yeah. And it just, it really does add to the, the authenticity of the movie, you know? Yeah. You can't tell me this guy's a fancy movie star and not show me a little bit of it, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. But he, I mean, God, it must be hard going through life looking like him, huh? What a hideous boy. Oh, <laughs> that poor schmuck. Yeah, it's uh, 
he walked on set and I go, yeah, you look like a damn movie star. Yep. Uh, look at Nick's well, falling in love right now. Googly eyed. <laughs> I'll get you his number. It's a gift and a burden. <laughs> we were we were with some people at the fair the other night, and somebody said something about, "Hey, I saw you in the Mayberry Man movie." And then the the other three ladies that were standing there all of a sudden started talking about Brett, of and course. I was quickly forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it always. What goes. did they think about Doug though? No, <laughs> Nothing. You, you you were way you're way at the bottom <laughs> of the list, Doug. We all were compared <laughs> yeah. to Brett. Yep. I read for the part of, of the of the brother. I thought you were gonna say his mother who's just <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord. Do we get uh, any of his mother in the show or is she is she supposed to be passed in the war? No, they do show her. Oh, she, okay, cool. she ends up actually in that same uh, beachside bungalow. I, oh, nice. I don't know that. I don't know it's supposed to be that, but it is it is the same place. Hmm. I think Court snuck in uh, my audition for this in one of the Mayberry Man lives just to embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that, Jeff. I'm gonna have to uh, look that up. Uh, oh, who is the don't. actor who plays the brother? Rob D's. That's another okay. friend of Brett's. He's in a lot okay. of Brett's stuff. But he might be in your agency, Chris. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if he is. But I know he's in a lot of Brett's films. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, Brett looks like he's been pretty busy. He's got quite a few things coming out. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to be in uh, a couple of series on Pure Flix. What was that movie he was in with Kurt? Um, oh man, the American Underdog, the yeah, Warner yeah. story, yeah. That's the football one. Yeah, yeah. He played the Packers coach that cut uh, Warner almost yeah. immediately. <laughs> He's got a brief scene, but that's a big time movie, you know. That's uh Yeah. And then he did uh Running the Bases came after that, and that's that's a really good show. Baseball? Went from football to baseball? It yeah. it is, yeah. And you have a golf movie next? <laughs> you better have Shane comes up next. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have Jacob in the in the golf movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That killed me. This is a tearjerker moment for a lot of the ladies. I, I won't say that I shed a tear, but I, I know He's a lot damaged. of the ladies do. The ladies want to save him. I'm going to fix him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broken, too. No one's ever volunteered to fix me. What the hell? <laughs> oh, hey, here, your part's coming up, Doug. Uh-oh. Now, the For those pilot, of us that are involved, it's fun to watch. Here, now, that is know, Stark's other brother Indiana, right there. This scene the pilot. North Carolina, this, you know, and they stitch it all together. Most people don't know that, but it's fun for us to kind of watch how they now go from place, place to place. That's a sexy man. Look at that guy. 
There's the star right there. <laughs> I, I love, love the sound the, effect here. Listen yeah, the sound this. effect when they put the creaking in the car. <laughs> or maybe they did. Maybe that was natural. I get it. It lowers a foot. That's great. Now, I was not driving this car because I did not know how to drive a stick. <laughs> this is them pushing up and down uh, the poor man method there in the car, right? <laughs> So you're saying that's for sale, huh? It is for sale. <laughs> I should buy it. Look. Drive it. <laughs> <laughs> that car was the death of me. What you gonna get? It was nice playing uh, a sweet person for a change because I'm such an a-hole, you know. <laughs> it's nice to play a, a human being that people appreciate once in a while. They, they told yeah, us that, that sneeze was, was improvised, and it's hilarious, too. <laughs> so that, that shot went from pulling into Mount Airy. how to drive this thing. Yeah, this is Indianapolis. This and is, they were, yeah, <laughs> Avon. Yeah. yeah. They patched that together. You don't even notice it. Is that the Mayberry Motor Lodge there sign? It's uh, pulling into town off 52. You go past Ray's Starlight Lounge. Oh, on the window oh, behind okay, him. Right. When, when they're yeah, you can see Alan and Rick on the poster. Oh, is it yeah, gone in yeah, that yeah, shot? Yeah, they are. And when they cut to the long, the wide shot, it's gone though. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, um, at the premiere in Danville, this guy comes up to me and. He's like, oh, man, you were my favorite. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, I was your your double in the driving scenes. Big, another big <laughs> bald guy. I was like, hey, bud. <laughs> Took a picture with him. Well, Court emailed me, like, not too long before shooting. And he's like, can you drive a stick? And I said, no, I cannot. He said, okay, thanks. I show up on set. Okay, we're ready for you. Get in the car. I look down. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think he misread my email. Coming up here is, uh, I don't know if you guys have this experience. I've watched this thing, and it took me two or three times watching it to pick on something that was really subtle. I think it's hilarious now, but I didn't even notice it during filming. But... <laughs> Brett's reaction to me when I tell him, now here, you got to call me the mayor. I, you know, I, I missed it totally. I even missed it the first couple of times I watched it, but I, it, it's just hilarious what he does. You all got the May, the Mayberry Fest shirt. I like Alan wanted to be here tonight. He's actually driving down for the, what is the, the Mount Airy meetup. He will There's be. Said he'll be on our show at a future date, though. I think he uh, wants to talk about. Um, he tell me he wanted to talk about. You can see me there in the background going around that blue car. My wife's in the red, white, and blue shirt. We we walked that block for about four hours while they filmed this. Oh wow! There's Chris. <laughs> 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 a 
Look at these goofballs. I love it. <laughs> that's not the mayor, that's the judge. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Is Juanita the one that was never seen on the show? Is that right? Well, no, that's Juanita the diner was never seen, but Juanita the mayor's daughter was actually oh, seen okay. a couple times. Gotcha. That's Christy McClendon. They live in, in Georgia. She's a she's actually a wonderful singer. <laughs> so it was fun for her to do this part. <laughs> they performed at the premiere, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. With the jug band, wasn't it? Like when right, they, they yeah. did with the jug band. She was so proud that the first time she did that to Chris. He broke and had to, they had to restart. She, <laughs> she was so proud she cracked him up. Huge <laughs> shout out to all the extras, man. Is that the scene you were talking about, Chris, right there? Yeah. <laughs> 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 there she is oh, Karen Knotts and she has more to do on the show as well right yeah This is real daughter, Nick. Yep. Yeah, I was looking at it like in the credits, and I'm like, oh, wow, that actually is Karen now. When she does the face, you'll know for sure. She is uh, Opie's secretary in Return to Mayberry, the movie. Oh, nice. Wow. That. So are you guys all up on, like, RFD and everything, too? Like, so we can have you back in the future for that, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> He's like, eh. I haven't seen a ton of RFD, but uh, like I love Ken Berry and uh, F Troop yeah. we covered, and we'll do Mama's Family eventually. I loved him on Mama's Family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love anything Mayberry. I would not say a bad word about any uh, anything Mayberry. I love Mayberry RFD. And, you know, yeah, he and Jackie Joseph were married for many years. That's a nice connection, too. Who was Jackie Joseph and who? And Ken Berry. Ken Berry. They were really. I always just love how he's like such a coordinated individual and he always plays that great slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he was a tremendous actor. Yeah, that man knew how to move that body to make that joke work. Uh, he, yeah, he was a total package, singer, dancer. And he, yeah, he was great. <laughs> uh, Alan's great. He wanted to be here. And that's Brett's real dad. Oh, I, oh yeah. I think I did meet him. One of the famous car, political cartoonist, Gary Barble. He's Gary. a political cartoonist? Nice. <clears throat> Very famous, Gary Barble. Huh. Oh, wow. I met him on set one day. I don't remember which. I, was, I, I think I only shot maybe three, four days, something like that. Look at that. Rick's got the face down over there. You can see him doing the <laughs> the old Barney. Yeah. <laughs> this town square was amazing, too. This little Dan. This is their actual little town square. I like that grumpy looking lady right behind him too. <laughs> <laughs> is she supposed to be B? She's kind of dressed like Aunt B. She yeah. is supposed to be Aunt B. That's great. She, she's a local Danville resident. Jeanette Keebler. And there's the girls back there. Two so wild and crazy girls. <laughs> Now, the one you've seen there on the left, she is the same girl that played the Juanita yep. Pike there on the courthouse lawn that yeah, sang Flo Gently. Oh, so wow. She does three different roles, I think. Isn't that right, Eric? I think so, yeah. Uh-oh. He, he, she she out-Eric Eric there, you know, like, you know, it, it, number of roles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Technically, everyone except for me was playing two roles because they're all playing themselves and the character they're playing in Mayberry Fest. True. <laughs> So Jeff, Jeff was man, Jay. Yeah. The, what was that again, Jay? I said uh, they were playing multiple roles based on because they're themselves as somebody in Mayberry. Yes, yes. I was just a character, and you were yeah. just a character. There I am at the end of that autograph line. Now here's, now you see what I'm wearing there: shorts and a brown shirt. And you'll see how things are filmed out of order <laughs> and, <laughs> and using multiple people over and over. Wait, they don't shoot movies chronologically? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You'd, you'd be amazed about how many people don't realize that. You that know? guy in the blue shirt out the window kind of looks like Andy Griffith. <laughs> More than Matlock. I thought Greg Shell is a quite the natural, really. Oh yeah, he just Great. already just knows. Before how to I do even it. knew who his dad was, I watched this and I was like, "Wow, these guys like him and the other author together are so funny." Yeah, I, I think he or really channels his dad when he does this. You know, he really channels Ronnie. Some of the facial expressions are a lot like what Ronnie did in a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what Ronnie does now when he takes his picture with you, that fake smile. <laughs> <laughs> is that the kid that you were talking about, or is that a different Opie? Um, 
Yeah. And the leading lady. Oh. Ashley Elaine, is that her name? That's her name, right? Yes. <laughs> Letting those people out of the shower. <laughs> hey, there he is. Got the hat, right. the shirt. There it is. And it looks like it looked like you guys were coming out of the shower. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, what? what was like the YMCA? Turkish bath, 30 cents. <laughs> and Jenny. Come on, Roger. <laughs> yeah. I get I called know, I Roger, call Roger. I keep forgetting to call you Roger instead. <laughs> I forgot that the name gag went to like everybody in this. He couldn't get anyone's name right. And here comes Reggie. <laughs> when they filmed that, there there was a much better, much better shot of that. He was really, really close. And the camera shook or something, and they had to use that. But Brett just died when when Butch did that, and uh, and uh, Butch was kind of scared to do it. But Brett's no, get closer, get closer. So you really don't get to see the good cut of it because something didn't turn out right. But yeah, see those those smaller parts. And now oh Nick, God. those those guys are going to be leads on uh, the show. That amazing. <laughs> well, oh, excellent. I, I wouldn't call yeah. us leads, but there's going to be a spinoff, Reggie and Rayfield, the whole spinoff series. I can there see it go. coming out. <laughs> Reggie and Rayfield strike back. <laughs> I want to know what Shingle Town is about. Is it about a man who gets shingles or what? What's the... <laughs> the whole town does. <laughs> he I'd does like do a great Barney, though. Or start he does. Up with some of this uh, stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no jaywalking. Chris and Kate. It should be Chris with a K so they could be like the Kardashians. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but that. <laughs> God, he's such a liar. <laughs> I love him. You know, Brett's yeah, a super, a super nice dude. guy, but, you know, he does have the look of, of a character that would be exactly like this, you know. Slim, yeah, he smooth, played Snide very looking, well. You know, ladies' man, you know. I mean, this character, though, really, at this point, is everything that Brett's not. I spent a lot of time in that little car with him in three, four days. <laughs> <laughs> want to elaborate on that uh, Jay <laughs> don't worry the back seat wasn't big enough for us <laughs> I think for the close ups I had to, because they wanted the shot in the back window to actually be like a moving car for trees and all that. Mm -hmm. I think I, because I couldn't drive the thing for his close-ups, they had to put me like cram me in the back with them <laughs> and just keep the camera over. If I remember right. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Fortune Carter, too? Because <laughs> the, the camera was in the passenger seat. Then you had someone driving, and then he needed me for the dialogue to feed him. <laughs> and so you had me, Shane, or Jacob, and Brett all in the backseat of the car. <laughs> and you never once drove the car. I did into a shot from just just in front of that hotel. Well, you fooled us. That's that's the actor of the man in you. That's right. But every time it's a close up when you see the car actually moving, it's them rocking it. Uh. <laughs> and and moving like uh, the reflector so the light looks like These are all great little snippets. Are these are mostly yeah. from Mount Airy, correct? No, those are from Danville, the town square. Oh, these are that's, still Danville? That there is Mount Airy. This is Mount Airy. Okay, I was going to say, because they have it set up like this, right? Do they keep it yes, that way year-round? Wow. Like, they have his barbershop. I've seen pictures, right? There is, yeah. yeah. Floyd City Barbershop, yeah. So is the... the, the now, guys, look what they got. Look what... what looky here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Mississippi mud jug? This is the theater where we had the screening, right? Yes, it is. In Danville? That's uh, Bill Wright's Royal Theater. Yeah. Royal theater. That's where our premiere was, Nick. Oh, excellent. Oh, they had the red carpet out, brought us up in the cars, the like antique cars, and then the few what, people came what? up in the... Was it your car they drove up? The cop car? It wasn't mine. Uh... Um, Terry Varvel's car was at the premiere. I don't know if there was another one there other than his. So what they brought you to in the premiere would have been the It's Real car in the movie here. Okay. So so, so uh, actually, Jay, did, did they actually just have your car there and they just like rocked it? Or, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, for my close-up. Yeah. <laughs> And there's Mr. Barry, right? Yes. He was uh, everything behind the scenes on this movie. He did all he did all the jobs they needed him to. Yep. And more. I think Jeff was in every he aspect of the movie and the series. And that's who I was saying was washing the car when Brett when Chris yep. Stone pulls up in his uh, red car. He's in the background washing that old car at the mansion. He was on set. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was doing. Everything on all the days I was there. Anything they needed him to, he was right there for him. Big props to him. Nice guy, too. Yes, super nice guy. There was no real a-holes on this set that I encountered. I mean, <laughs> not really that not. we'd say it here, right? But I... <laughs> who's got who's got any good a-hole stickles? <laughs> So th this is in Mount Airy. This is at Wally's filling station. They have this and several other set set replicas there. I was supposed to be in the, was it the loaded goat scene? This guy cracked me up too. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know what changed. They ended up, I think I only had one or two lines in that scene and they decided to give them to Jacob and not fly okay. me out there. Probably just budgetary. 
I think it's the scene where they're sitting in there, right? Where there's someone recognizes them. Yeah, oh, there's a yeah. couple. Yeah, a couple of the girls. Yeah. I think I was supposed to be at that table with them or something, and. <laughs> well, you had to watch the budget, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> the one and well, only I still got Kenneth to keep Junkin. the flight credit though, so they didn't save yeah. any money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenneth Junkin, yep, Mr. Otis, I tell you, he's a dandy. He is super guy. There's Rex Pennycuff in the background there. So is this guy also one of the regular uh, Mayberry Fest guys or Mayberry Days? He's one, him and Alan are probably the longest two remaining ones, aren't they, Eric? I'd say so. Yeah, Kenneth goes back. Kenneth did security for Don Knotts and uh, probably back in the even as maybe even late 80s, early 90s for sure. Yeah, he's he's been a he even they did an article on him some time ago naming him America's biggest Andy Griffith show fan. All these yeah, great Kenneth little side characters that just they come in for one or two lines and they're so good. Yeah. I think Stark has just a good eye for random talent like that too, you know? Yeah. Just seeing you guys at this festival and going, you know, I'm going to take this guy who's been playing Floyd for instance, Alan. I'm just going to make him the star of a movie. Basically <laughs> who does that? That just doesn't happen, you know? Right. But Alan is so solid in this thing. It, it wouldn't be nearly the movie it is. Without Alan's performance, he was amazing. Yeah, amazing. And here how he goes from Floyd to Alan here is, is pretty impressive. So when you get to, like, season what, four <laughs> on the show, he can only be sitting down, though, right? <laughs> He's got to sit down the whole show? <laughs> Alan does a mix of uh, pre and after stroke Floyd. Oh no, <laughs> that's that's kind of how he plays it, I think. Yeah, the thing I'm excited to see about the show is, from my understanding, that these guys are also playing their real life counterparts. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not just going to be Floyd. He's going to be his real care, his real character. Yeah. I mean, there he is as Alan, you know, and he just, he's so good. good. Now he's Floyd. You know, what, what's really cool for a lot of us that have been through been to these Mayberry things for years. I mean, so many of these people of the that you stars. see in the background oh, yeah. are people we've known for years. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, Excellent. a lot of the people there, I mean, they're just friends. It was kind of like just doing this whole movie with friends. Well, just looking at this, this is, hasn't even, it's only been up two weeks and it's got three and a half or 367,000 views on YouTube. That's crazy. That's amazing. I ain't got no phone calls or nothing. Uh -oh. <laughs> your, your invites in the mail, bud. Sorry. 
Yeah, these two killed me. <laughs> and now these were supposed to be the other guest stars, right? In this, in these seats instead. What, yeah, what would have really standing? Yeah, yeah. Actual, if it hadn't been like for Jackie COVID. Joseph and those folks we talked about. Yeah. Okay. But again, if you can't have them, these guys killed it. Yeah. yeah. I want a movie about Stanley. <laughs> the the continued adventures of Stanley. You, you will eventually see Stanley. Okay. Well, Stan Lee, he's dead, ain't he? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw Gomer, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Gomer over there freaking out. There's not a person in this uh, in this scene really that we don't know, wouldn't you say, Eric? Uh, yeah, I'd say that's first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I mean, the original script I was in this scene. There's Colonel Harvey back there. So the guy sitting there to the, Chris's right shoulder—that's the guy in the the goofy guy in the courthouse scene that grabbed Chris's shoulder and said, "Oh, that's a good one. That's the same guy." Oh, nice. Now, I don't know these people. I think they were, I don't know that they were fans or they were actors. Do you know them, Eric? No, I don't think I do. Well, in that case, that's, uh, that's John Tafferty and his <laughs> wife, uh, Elaine and their daughter. Uh, she's a real spitfire. Uh, Jessica. I didn't make that up. <laughs> Just think of all the food you could have ate while you were there, Jake. Mm-hmm. You'd have made that. Well, and after watching it, I think that they probably just wanted to develop their relationship a little more. <laughs> that gal there is the daughter the, or the stepdaughter or whatever, the guy that owns the loaded goat. The tall girl, her dad owns the royal theater. And even they're great. They're not actresses yeah. either, and they're just great. No, uh, well, Emmy Wright is the tall girl. She is okay. an actress. She's now a director, also. And that is the owner, right? Yes. And Scott's also a DJ at the local radio station in Mountain Curry. Really? And owns the Loaded Goat, yeah. Chris has a couple, or uh, Scott has a couple businesses other than the Loaded Goat in Mount Airy. He's a yeah. super nice guy, and he was a big supporter of the movie. Big, big supporter. Great golfer, so too. So if you go there, you have to get the Dynamite Burger with Zesty Fries. <laughs> the Dynamite Burger? What, what, what's that? Uh, it's on the back, on the back board there. It is a good place to eat. It better not be a dynamite burger like uh, everything at Taco Bell gives you dynamite. <laughs> right <laughs> off the a old different type of dynamite. <laughs> yeah. See back there, it says dynamite burger with, what is that, Zyrus Zesty Fries? I think I've had the dynamite burger there. That's the way I usually tip. 
Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I think that's a little reference to the Dr. Pendike episode, the Miracle Sab episode, where Barney changes his voice and <laughs> I think didn't didn't Brett say he purposely didn't watch any because he's like my character doesn't know anything about the show. I shouldn't yeah, I, I think he did say that. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask you, gentlemen, like how many times have you probably watched the, the entirety of uh, Andy Griffith's show? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you how many times. It would times. be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that we could, you could take almost any episode and play the first 30 seconds to a minute. And we could tell you what episode it is, what the storyline is, you know, quote about half yeah. the, the script. And it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. Here comes you more of the movie's say, eye candy right here. If you were to say, I've watched every episode of the Andy Griffith show a hundred times, it would probably not be a stretch. Wow. For me. I mean, seriously, I, it's, that's how bad we are. <laughs> if that's a bad thing. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 that's that's not a bad thing. <laughs> I just love the implication that that's the music that Doug listens to when he's cruising on the road. <laughs> well, that's what you listen to, right? <laughs> well, I, got I told him like I listen to DMX listen to music like that. that. No turtles were harmed in the making of this film. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, like uh, my wife, Tracy, would be uh, very, very happy that, you know, <laughs> no turtles harmed. <laughs> that that my, turtle is alive and well. It was at the uh, Mayberry Man tent at the last Mayberry days. Oh, wow. <laughs> the place I just moved from in August, that road, man, I must have. I lived there two years. I must have saved 300 turtles out of the road. Wow. And now that I don't live there anymore, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Somebody go save the turtles. <laughs> From as big as a quarter to as big as a hubcap, I saved all kinds of turtles. Now that's true. That turtle uh, is about as big as a sack of uh, horse feed. It's about a 60-pound turtle. It, it was God. huge. Yeah, don't look that big because there's nothing in the shot really to compare it to. Yeah, it it is a very big turtle. I, I was gonna say, did, uh, did they give it a name or? Its name's Peanut. Is Peanut. It in the okay. Union? <laughs> is it on strike now? <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> Technically, we should all be on strike right now. <laughs> I think they did such a good job with the lighting and the mood of of the of the trading post in this shot. Mm -hmm. It's just. Uh, yeah, I like this scene. This was the one that uh, did it for me. This is yeah. uh, this is what the it was the arc as the turning point here. Who's the other actor in this scene? He's great. 
his name's Gary Nation, and he is in a in a lot of stuff, and and I think he's in some other stuff with Brett. Okay, he's great. He's got a lot of credits. I'm sure yeah. he's on strike now. Yeah. <laughs> and just a warning, I'm going to be losing you here extremely soon. My charger Uh-oh. doesn't charge as fast as I. Oh no. As I uh, lose power, as I. Any more insight? Get it out now. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> <laughs> you could plug your. You got uh, anything you want to plug? Website, email, anything. Oh. Like that? Up. Um, I'm not plugging anything now, except for a. Uh, 1986 Mercedes-Benz in mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I know where you can buy a little blue car. <laughs> he tried to pawn it off on me last night. <laughs> what was that line in um, Big Fat Liar? He's like, they told me I was picking up a little blue car. They didn't say anything about a little blue man. <laughs> <laughs> This scene just clutches. For the Mayberry fans, this is this is the clutcher right here. It really yeah, pulls at your heart. Out. You know, and I, I probably shouldn't interrupt this. I think everybody who made the film and participated in it felt a little bit like Chris Stone at this point saying I'm that way too. You can change it changing it changed me going there. For real. Yeah, that's one of the one of the great things that's happened is Chris becoming part of our our Mayberry family. It's been so good for all of us. That's nice. And I love the end the the callback at the ending to this. Yeah, yeah, that is that's great. What do you think so far, Nick? Excellent. Loving it. Oh, was this your first time watching? This is actually my first time watching. Oh, I, like wow. I've, I've read, but you know, like in in the past couple of weeks, what it was uh, available, I haven't been able to. So. It, it, this is my inaugural. Uh, inaugural well, that's watch. awesome. I like that. That makes our heart swell up a little too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, for a bunch of amateurs, and speaking of amateur, I told you, I mean, this was my first time ever to do anything even remotely like this, and a lot of other people had really been actors either, and on a shoestring budget, and during the middle of COVID. The more I think about it and the more time goes by and the more times I see it, even I think, doggone, that turned out pretty good. I meant what I said on the uh, the red carpet. I said, man, I've been in so much crap. It's nice to be in something good for a change. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people, I said, man, I've been in a hundred shitty movies and two good ones. This is one of the good ones. <laughs> I try to tell Gossett, I'm like, they're all garbage, man. <laughs> Be lucky. Be grateful. <laughs> These guys are great, aren't they? Yeah. So good. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, 
I, I always get a kick out of how he's got his picture. His yeah, own I was picture just going to say, his, his own picture is a little <laughs> paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got recognized. Better recognize. Oh, good. Now we can talk shit about Chris now that his computer died. Uh oh. He's not all the way converted because he's still a little bit snaky here. Yeah. <laughs> he do breakfast then, yeah. He's still trying to work his mojo. Come here, bud. You want a cameo? Come on. Come on. Oh, God. Come on. <laughs> now, Nick right there is the writer-director. Oh, God. That's Stark ah. right there. Yep. It's the man... <laughs> <laughs> I think he did some of the recess like movies too, if I recall. That's his Alfred Hitchcock cameo. <laughs> yeah. Who's that there? Is that the movie Pooch? This one here? Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, he was on set at the last day at the mansion there. Nice. Now this is not a movie prop. Alan has carried this for years. At the Mayberry really? events. Oh, yes. The cat photos? The cat yeah. photos. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> you know what I want to see him do next, though? Is I want to see him recreate all of uh, all the other... Don Knotts rolls. <laughs> oh no, Mr. Furley. I want to see him as Mr. Furley. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. How about the ghost of Mr. Chicken? Oh, yeah. oh Luther Higgs there. Wilmington, that's, there's a lot of movies shoot there. Oh, yeah. Matlock was shot there, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they moved it to there after uh, they finished this, 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 the series in Wilmington. Aren't you excited they're bringing Matlock back with Kathy Bates? Uh, really? Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kathy Bates is great, but that's what I said. Why the hell's it got to be Matlock? Yeah. Right, yeah. It's, uh, Again, fantastic actress, but yeah, not so sure about the casting. <laughs> That's the thing, though, is you have to gender swap everything now to make it oh, like, yeah. relevant again. Well, and. But Alan said that Alan and Otis always ride together to almost all the Mayberry events. <laughs> Just think he's in a car dressed like that right now on his way to the, the Mayberry meetup. <laughs> <meet -up. laughs> 
<laughs> you say damn it Floyd or dag nab it Floyd <laughs> of course Nick, you're going to really have to watch this movie without us running our mouths through it. No, no, no. Again, it, it, it's it's adding to the experience, but I, I will be watching it again. <laughs> He's got to watch it with his wife. Exactly. It would be so easy for this to feel almost too sappy sometimes, and they they pull it off so well. Keeping yeah, I was going like to say, you, 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 riding the line perfectly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the, in the Mayberry family, and the, a lot of the people that were in this, 80% of the people in this, I mean, that's the way we feel, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got it right, Eric? I mean, that's... It really, it is. And until you experience it, it is hard to describe. That's what, you know, Stark and all these guys experience is like, you tell them that, nah, that, that can't be right. But you get to spend a little time around everybody, and it, it's amazing how it affects you that way. Well, the, So I can the start going as the half whole, dog now, right? You can. <laughs> yeah. The thing about these guys is, and, and I try to keep reminding myself that these are guys who are like, and you said it earlier, they're guys who are playing guys who are playing characters. And so it's that, you know, multiple sort of levels of stuff that, Mm-hmm. That's like Alan and Rick there. They're they're really not being the tributes like they ordinarily are. They're being people who are being tributes. And so they, they play it a little bit differently than they do was, you know, um, at festivals and stuff. But it's, it's just kind of neat how they do that. Who was the one that someone said was friends with Don Knotts and they promised him they would never play him in a film, so they turned it down? Yeah, his name was David Browning, and uh, he – Basically was the Barney tribute artist for many, many years at our, our events. Fantastic guy, tremendous actor, incredible, uh, hit, hit the way he would interact with crowds. I've never seen anybody quite like that. And, uh, yeah, he, he opened for Don and, and did a lot of shows with Don there for, I don't know how many years, 10 or 15 years, probably. And he made a promise to him that he would never play him in a film, huh? Correct. So he turned it down. And he just, wow. he said, I, I just really feel like I've got to, to honor my word to him, even though he's gone now, you know, I well, just, I, mm-hmm. I feel like the loophole though, is that you're not playing Don. Now. You're playing a guy. Playing <laughs> Don. That's well, true. Yeah, you That's could, true. <laughs> you know, but uh, he just, you know, that was something that he really felt strongly about. <laughs> 
he would have been great. No question about it. He would have been tremendous, but you know, that because he did that, now we've got Rick. Rick's fantastic. Yep. He travels and does seminars and stuff too, doesn't he? Yep. Is he, he's all, is he do stand up? He does. He, he, uh, he does audience warm up for Huckabee show and uh, he does, uh, corporate speaking. He does, uh, uh, stand up. He, he just does all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I think he said that he used to do, um, a little bit of Don Knotts in his stand up act. I yeah. Recall. Yeah. yeah. Now where's he based out of Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> he even has a, and I don't know what the name of it is off the top of my head. I should, but I can't. I can't remember. It. But he has sort of a, almost like a stand-up training thing that he does through podcasts and through other stuff too. He's got a lot of stand-up oh, wow. folks that he works with, and so he he teaches stand-up. This is the three burglars that me, uh, Jeff Barry, <laughs> and none of uh, you got, <laughs> and Chris all auditioned for. I, I I sent in an audition for this too. Did you? For, yeah. We did it right up top there at the, um, the Mayberry Cafe. They were the first ones I met, I think. <laughs> My name's Warren. Now that that's an inside baseball kind of thing on Mayberry. That the the deputy that comes on after Don leaves the show is Warren Ferguson. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of a. That's a little Mayberry Easter egg for the real, real, real fans, you know. Yep. And he wasn't even in that many episodes, was he? He was in 11. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> now, this, this here's a little inside. That, so when they do the interior here, when they go in here where the General Lee is, mm -hmm. this is a garage on a farm. At the end of this, where you see Shane buying the house at the end, it's right. That's it's their garage. Spoiler, G. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that this reminds me of, you watch uh, Rick there become Barney. Yeah. John Knotts, as a in, in real life, was almost nothing like Barney Fife. Right. Very quiet, very reserved. Mm -hmm. uh, and so many people say, including Andy would say that it would be fascinating to be on set and watch Don Knotts turn into Barney Fife. Like the whole and transformation. Like doing, there, doing the facial well, expressions. Uh, doing like Nick that. and I are, are big Gilbert Gottfried fans, too, and you always heard that about Gilbert, how he's this yeah. crazy big personality, but in real life he was so yeah, subdued. Like quiet. And I finally, you guys may have heard it. I heard a, a voicemail recording of him. I think it was called in the Howard Stern show. You know about the the upcoming show, and I had never heard his, his real real voice, voice before. Yeah. Right. It was fascinating to me. Yeah, it's like everyone knows the like the uh, the stand up voice or the the yeah. movie voice. That's what we're all used to. But you know, it's the same thing. Just like these characters, it's like oh, we're 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 so accustomed to their character voices. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like Doug. <laughs> what did you yeah what'd you say when you heard my real voice like, what <laughs> wait a have i got the right guy here I, wait a 
he was expecting me to come on. Hey. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll tell you a little another story. You guys remember Elizabeth McRae? I do not. Elizabeth McRae played. She was in everything. She was in Gunsmokes early on in her career. Mm. She played Luann Poopy, Gomer Pyle's girlfriend on Gomer Pyle USMC. Okay. Oh wow. And she had that big, broad Southern accent too. And so, uh, and one of her kind of lines, she would say, "Well." Actually, she would say that a lot, and I don't know if that helps you remember who she is. But I met her for the first time at a Mayberry event years ago, and I came up to say hello to her. And then she lived in Fayetteville, North Carolina. My son was going to college there at that time, and uh, so I'd mentioned to her that uh, you know he's going to college there, and I understand you're from there. And she looked at me and she says, "Well, actually." That was her real voice. <laughs> so that's the opposite of what we've been talking. I expected her to just talk like a normal person. I thought that was a big character she was putting on. <laughs> that's really how she talked. Well, I met uh, Roger Jackson, the voice of Ghostface from the Scream movies. It was so weird just listening to him talk normal. You know? And then he's like, what's your name? And, I go, okay. and then from that moment on, it was all, hello, Jay. You want to die tonight? <laughs> I was like, yay! <laughs> so doug i'm glad you didn't get to play one of those crooks but yeah the the main crook there that said hey aren't you chris stone uh mm -hmm. so the squad car that they're saying is a real car that's actually his car okay. oh okay that's that's terry varvel who is yeah. the uncle to Brett Varvel, the star, wow. Chris. and he's also he also is a Barney tribute he artist, is. right? Yeah, yep. In that scene where they had the car outside of the uh, the studio there, and it was all dirty and dusty, Terry hadn't had that car what like two weeks or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> oh he no, was throwing cake powder all over it. The oh, okay. the art lady was you know, and throwing leaves and baking stuff all over it and uh i think uh terry was about to freak <laughs> out Bo <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> pierce there he, he's a good guy too yeah yeah he is I don't know if I'd recognize him without the overalls and the jug. <laughs> he <Right>. looks different. <laughs> I, d I chatted with him a little bit at the premiere. Very nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they put this shot in there for the ladies. <laughs> I pitched that he hanged up the phone and then I rolled over out of the sheets next to him, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, he's like, or Dan, get the hell out of my room. <laughs>
prison. <laughs> For some reason, I remembered his dad being dead. <laughs> He's like, get here and sign your own autographs. What the hell is your problem? His dad's got a crush on Kate, too. <laughs> Subplot, yeah. <laughs> Dog, what are you chewing on over here? We're trying to have a heartfelt moment here, you little furry prick. Brett <laughs> <laughs> does a good job on these kind of scenes. He kind of really brings you into what that would, you know, makes you feel what that would feel like. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a hard phone call to make. Yeah, he's a great actor. Again, a great straight man. You talked about and like yeah. Andy. Yeah, he's basically the straight man in this movie. The romantic lead. But he also has some very funny moments, too. Yeah. You don't want to get kicked in those boots. Jeez. This, this was filmed right after my scenes out there. I remember watching this through the through the, the windows. Mm -hmm. And you'll get to see more of their budding romance right on the show. Yes, it, it develops. Oh, excellent. Yeah, the series, the series is really going to kind of pick up where the movie leaves off and just further the storyline and, and, and let you in onto the, the lives of the tribute artists, what they really do. You see, Oh, this, this, you know, Barney, you know, Warren does this Alan, uh, Floyd, he, he really does this. Um, <laughs> and you do see these two goobers again too. So Good. What does he see? <laughs> I spent him at the premiere. He was he was so excited. Mayberry has transformed him. He's like, oh, do I rather want to deal with these fools or the paparazzi in L.A.? <laughs> Which one's more of a headache? 
It's like, which ones are, are more like family? It's like <laughs> the, 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 the ones that are kind and neighborly or the ones that are ch- chasing you down. Uh, Vin Diesel comes out. God. Someone say family. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Is that a car alarm going off in the movie? It, it was, and they just left it. It's funny. I never noticed it until I was watching with headphones. <laughs> was someone off camera to throw that the other way? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that they realize what a comedy powerhouse he was going to be either on paper. He brought so much to that role. Mm-hmm. I I never really got to talk to Jacob either. He was always kind of off. Like he liked to stay in character. He'd always kind of go off in between shots, and just be working on it, you know? Yeah. So hey, that yo, is the actual, that's the actual inside of the cafe there. Yeah, this is where now, we had the auditions at, Nick. Yeah, and right if you notice, ah. none of the none of the Mayberry stuff is on the walls anymore. Yeah. So we went in there and we took pictures. This is one of the things I I did. We took pictures of everything and took everything down. They had it in the front when I was there, unlike the glass case, kind of in the lobby there by the register. Yeah. And then I think they had the show playing on the TVs, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, well, there's usually pictures all over the walls, but those were all copyright. Uh, right. You know, they couldn't, show, they couldn't show Andy. They couldn't show actual Don Knotts. Right. So we had to take all that stuff down and then put it back up when they were done with that scene. Oh, wow. This is all right around the diner, ain't it? This is uh, a couple of blocks away. But yeah, yeah. Down the street, uh, south of the theater. Yeah, I remember walking in. Can I seat you? I'm actually here to audition for a movie. Am I in the right place? I mean, I'll take an omelet too, but (laughs) why don't you kiss the girl? La la. (laughs) channel my inner crab (laughs) 
I want to know how uh, Chris Stone got all those different clothes changes in that one little lug- bag of luggage. Luggage, <laughs> yeah. Out of your car, Doug. Yeah, all those suit coats and not a wrinkle in one of them. Yeah. My son is right there in that crowd scene that you just seen. And then uh, my squad car is the one that's in front of, right there, in front of this yellow school bus. Oh, wow. Nice. So I'm driving that. My daughter is in the passenger side, and there is... There's one scene where we kind of turn, and if you pause it, you can see her waving. But she didn't really make it into the into the movie. There's Karen. <laughs> there she is. Oh, I, just, I missed but her again. Did you catch the leaky boat there, Nick? Yeah. From that one mm-hmm. episode. Now this is going. This is in Mount Airy in front of. Uh, so we're back in Danville, and it jumps back and forth between. Uh, Where's Aunt B again? Danville and uh, Mount Airy. That's my car. When uh, we shot that scene, they had me just leaving at an angle. Oh, I'm not going to talk over the mayor's part here. Oh, Uh-oh. good for you, Chris. <laughs> if chris stone was gonna be a tribute artist which character do you think he'd be good at mm. that's a toughie mm. he's too good looking for <laughs> yeah well, i don't think he doesn't quite fit in as a talent uh hey there's prosthetics <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess that's true You should go as Dud Wash, right? <laughs> well, that's one option. <laughs> I don't. Man, that Chris guy seems fun. Where's he at? I was standing in the parking lot when you guys filmed this. They did this pretty quick, didn't they, Eric? Couple yeah. Of yeah this, I think is all it was. From nine and a half hours for the first scene to this thing here probably <laughs> got done in less than an hour. Well, they probably learned a few things that first day to pick up the dang pace, huh? <laughs> probably. Well, it didn't take nearly as many resets either. He's got great coverage on all these scenes, though. Yeah, he, that's the important. He, that's what that's what makes a movie look terrible is when you don't get the coverage. Yeah. It sucks on the day, 
but the product always shows in the end, you know? He he did a really, really good job of that. And uh, I guess, again, that's why it took nine and a half hours. <laughs> that's the one time I drove right there. <laughs> and as soon as we got out of the shot, I went like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty impressive to be able to take it off without killing it. Yeah. Oh, it took about four, and there's court. I'll tell you, Doug. There's there, Doug. I'm calling. I'm, you're going to be forever, Doug. To me, <laughs> when we did the premiere, there were two people that I did not recognize at the premiere, and it was this this gal here. Yep. And I didn't recognize you. Really? I remember seeing you. I think you had a tux on. I had a suit coat on, yeah. Suit coat, yeah. I I looked. I remember looking at you coat, and making yeah. eye contact, and I'm like, I don't. Who is that guy? <laughs> I hadn't seen the movie thirty times at that point. Right, right, right. Oh, so, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if you were on set. I don't think you were on set with me at all. I was no. I don't recall ever seeing you on set. So. But I didn't recognize you. I didn't recognize her, and I didn't have you sign my script, and I really regret that. Well, there's still time. I ain't dead yet. <laughs> and I'm gonna go out to one of these Mayberry things one of these days. Ah, you need to do that. You, you got to let us know when you're gonna be at one of them. Oh, for sure. You said the next one's September. Yes, North Carolina. Uh, anybody listening check them out just google uh mayberry days what's the other one called mayberry, mayberry in the midwest to, is that what you said mayberry comes to scottsburg now we're we're oh. we're over with it for this year but we have a meeting on that tomorrow night <laughs> there you go yeah we're gonna try to do it again next year hopefully it's gonna be it's not firm yet but hopefully it'll be the third weekend in june next year Did you keep that card, Jay? <laughs> I don't think I have the card. No, oh, I don't man. remember what was on it. I would have bought I'm that sure props you. came up and immediately robbed me of it. <laughs> so there's Shane's house. So the, the, <laughs> the garage that the General Lee was in is right to the mm -hmm. left of that house. Oh, wow. Right yeah. to the left? Don't confuse yep. me. I'm from Mayberry. I mean, it's, it's right there. <laughs> he said right left. to the I left. Right. I always think of um, Lucy and Desi in the long, long trailer. Oh, yeah. Turn right here, left. <laughs> Here's his famous line. <laughs> There's the mayor. You can, uh, and I'm behind Jeff right there in the in the background. I think we're both in most of this. Oh, scene, that guy back there with the uh, the Hawaiian shirt, the blue shirt. That was my driver double. Oh, Humphreys. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was the one who did my driving Eric, long Drake? shot. Yeah, Gary. Gary Humphreys. Gary Humphreys. Yeah. Gary Humphreys. Yeah. Very nice guy. Met him at the premiere. Got it. Took a photo with him. He was like, I was you. I was you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fried chicken, man. They're next yeah. to my right. I didn't get to do any of these, like, big crowd stuff. I was never at any of the actual, like, festival 
type scenes. And this was this was the last day of shooting outside this house, right? Yeah. As far as I remember. At least for me it was. So that's the same place they were at when uh, yeah. they were. I forgot searching. she was in the tag in this. In this. <laughs> now, in the series, Stark and Court's mother does make an appearance. Their actual mother. Really? I kind of wish he like hopped off like a Hollywood star homes tour bus. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. You just see the bus in the background or something. <laughs> like, how'd you find me? You see the bus pulling off. He's actually Alan. Mayor's falling asleep over here. Uh oh. <laughs> Somebody poke him. <laughs> it's past the mayor's bedtime. I'm old. I kidnapped his children. <laughs> um, that'd be really best in the series. You learn like the dark secret of one of these guys. Alan's like running a sweatshop. I may see if I can sell myself as the announcer. You thought you knew Mayberry. <laughs> I stayed in the back so I didn't have to sing. <laughs> yeah, say I don't I'm looking for you there, Jay, and I don't see you, but I think he wanted me to be appear. he wanted me to be a reveal and then to reveal her. Yeah. But he kept yeah. me in the back. I'm in the backyard with my dog, I think, at this point. <laughs> There's Chris. I get one more little moment here where he sees me and then my my big fat butt moves and you see Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The actual See, governor. No one has access anymore. Except for me. 
Everyone has no accent anymore, and I'm I'm still accent. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys know the actual Indiana governor's wife was in that scene? Really? I did not. So this used to be a governor's mansion, and now it's just—is uh, it a private residence? It didn't yeah. seem like occupied when we were there, but yeah, it, it is. Yeah, a doctor bought that when the state gave it up back in the '70s, and he still Good lives boy. there. He and his wife. It was was it being remodeled or something when we were there? I remember a lot of like stuff right in the doorway there. We had to cram in. But I think not. it was a lot to do with the production. I don't think it, they were doing any work that I know of. little twilight zone there (laughs) he's a good actor (laughs) (laughs) it's like chris was institutionalized after this (laughs) (laughs) written and directed by star cowell there you go Good job, my friend. Produced by Court Hollis, brother. There. I gotta say, and this was I, this was a song actually written for the film, right? Yeah. I mean, I doubt there was just a song ah. out there called Mayberry Man. <laughs> the uh, the guy that you see winning the pie eating contest wrote this song. Jefferson oh, okay. Denham, okay. longtime friend of Starks. Nice. That's another Easter egg right there. Do tell. That picture is of Mr. Schwump from the Andy Griffith Show. Uh, One of the great unsolved mysteries. He was an extra that was in, gosh, how many episodes? Officially, it's 26, but I found him in a 27th one. Wow. And nobody knows who he is. Nobody. He's a mystery. I think, you know, I think I did see a YouTube video on that. Well, you do realize that these credits go on for another hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't got to watch all these. But... <laughs> the, uh... Hey, I saw my name. That's all I care about. Sure. <laughs> I managed to get my name in the credits about five or six times. So JJ Bidwell as Dan. <laughs> Dang it. They got they messed my credit up. <laughs> Pie eating contestant, he's one of those, the the writer. That was the he wrote a lot of the songs uh nice. that you hear. I, I'm pretty now, sure Jefferson Jefferson wrote this one too. And am I did I hear right that the actual music cues are from the show, a lot of them, right? Yeah. Laura Like, Hagen. not the music music. Like, the theme's obviously not in here, but mm. a lot of the transitional themes. Right. Yeah, the background right. music that you hear is, you'll recognize it from the Andy Griffith show. Laura Hagen, Let Stark and Court use, use that. Amazing? You hear uh, Aunt B's theme, I think. I don't know. Help me out here, Eric. You uh, see I, think, I think Mayberry March is in there. Yeah. I think 
Carnage theme is in there. And yeah, is that just yeah, the drum one, right? Kind of the real. Yeah. Nice. Well, what'd you think, Nick? You got to be Excellent. nice. All, a couple of the again, actors are here, so you got to be. have to watch it with with the wife. <laughs> I think your wife will like this one. And, and, and thank you for uh, put, like making me part of the Mayberry family now <laughs> that I can enjoy this. Hey, and, Nick, uh, you want to go to Mayberry days with me? Hey, you never know. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys need to team up and come down. We can maybe, we maybe we, hey, we can record a show there. That there would be, that would be great. Heck yeah, we could talk to everyone. <laughs> we can just set up a mic and have an extra chair. Just hey, come on up, everybody. Hey, that would be, yeah, that'd be fun. I did that on New Year's uh, show on my old podcast one time. We literally just set up at like uh, some kind of hall. It was a Polish hall. New Year's Eve, and we just had all these drunk people co- lined up coming up to oh the mic. Oh no! No, we should do that with Mayberry. See. So the plan is this Mayberry Days to red carpet premiere of the series down in Mount Airy before the actual festival starts. So like on the Wednesday, I think the Wednesday night, it officially starts on Thursday. So that's the plan. Heck yeah. Uh, so and we'll do that. I'm assuming that Stark and Court will well Court will at least probably have a Mayberry Man booth probably set up somewhere during the festival like he did uh, when we premiered the movie. Yeah, you guys should come down and uh, experience Mayberry. So do you have a website or a Facebook or anything you want to plug for that stuff? People can check out? Not personally for us, but, I mean, Mayberry Days is out there. Mayberrydays.com will give you all the information you need for that. Yeah, and people in the in the region here, if you want to think about coming next year to Mayberry Comes to Scottsburg, we've got a Facebook page and a website, MaybearyComesToScottsburg.com and Mayberry Comes to Scottsburg on Facebook. So uh, we're, we're not trying to uh, take over Mayberry Days by any stretch of the imagination, but we're just trying to bring more Mayberry to this part of the country. So, yep, look it up. Uh, Nick's got another Sweet. podcast, too, we should probably plug. It's called uh, Death to Mayberry. No, Why? no, no, <laughs> no, no. My other, my other uh, podcast is a, a, a New Jersey uh, history type of uh, thing. I, I, I grew up, you know, my whole life here in, uh, in the garden state. So <laughs> our company does a lot of business in New Jersey. I've been out there many, many times. I love uh, what, what, what part, if you don't mind me asking. Well, all the way from Bergen County down to Cape May, Cape, you know, I mean, everywhere yeah. in between. Cape, Cape, the, uh, the, the, Big joke is actually our podcast name, What Exit, and Kate ah, Hayes, Exit there Zero. You go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And as you said, Bergen County, that's me. I'm like Exit 161. <laughs> are you what? What? Uh, where are you at in Bergen? Uh, Hackensack. Well, see, there you He's go. On Murphy Brown I, I, I just talked to Hackensack Police Chief two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, excellent. My granddad always said it's a small world for the size of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good to know. We're going to have to trade little uh, New Jersey stories there sometime offline. Sweet. Well, you know, next time you're up this way. <laughs> like, I would look you up. And, and, and like you said, when, when we do Mayberry RFD, definitely. That'd, yeah. should have oh, yeah. That'd be great. It's been a blast, Jay. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Anything else you want to plug real quick? You good? I, uh, I'm good. He's like, I'm ready for bed. I, he's like, I fell asleep 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I've got... I gotta get up and I gotta head down to where Alan is early in the morning. So I gotta get yeah. my rest. Have fun at the Mayberry Uh-oh. meetup, man. Yeah, we're gonna do it. 
<laughs> Eric, I wish I was going with you, but it just ain't in the cards for me this year. I right? hear you, brother. Can't uh, do it all. No, you can't. But I will all talk right. to you tomorrow night. Yep, so anyone who wants you. to find us, you can email us at sitcommyface at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, sitcommyface. Facebook, same. Uh, you can watch Nick here on Twitch when we stream this lovely, lovely show at netnick191. I am at Bidwell Fog on all of your social medias. And uh, I hope you all had fun watching Mayberry Man. Thank you. With, with, Thank with you, Jay. Lord of the Stars. That's right. <laughs> with the stars. Oh, man. And, and do keep an eye open for Mayberry Man, the series. Absolutely. Coming soon. Coming yep, soon. Yep, absolutely. All right. Good hey, night. Thanks, Jay. Thanks. Great to see night, you guys. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you so much.